This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sal Capaccio. Sell, Capaccio, sell, Capaccio, sell, Capaccio, sell, Capaccio, on WGR. Short visit here with Sal on a Tuesday. Different schedule this week as the Bills play Saturday night in L.A. And the long trip out as well, so uh, no no days off. Sal Capaccio on the West Her hotline. Daquan Jones cleared to practice the uh, so-called window from IR has been opened for him. What are you thinking here, Sal? I mean, is this week too optimistic or what? Probably. Yeah. Sean McDermott said he doesn't really, I don't know, can't remember the exact wording he used, um, but he, he, he basically just kind of was pushing back against, hey, you know, probably not this week, you know, in that in that kind of way. So however wording he used, if I remember correct, um, I don't think that Daquan will play this early, but, <clears throat> you know, it's good news. Obviously, they're getting him. Uh, ready to ramp up to come back. And, of course, with Jordan Phillips out, that would help a lot because Jordan Phillips had wrist surgery Sunday right after the game. He was termed week to week, so we'll see where that goes. But my you know, my sense is you won't have him available this week either. Right. He's talking about maybe being back for the playoffs, I think, is what I saw from Phillips. Right. So his timeline is going to be out there a little bit probably. So, yeah, if not if not this week for Jones, maybe hopefully next week. Um you know, because it'll be it'll, it'll be very welcome to get him back. I mean, this defense has done a, a pretty capable job on balance. I mean, they've had their, of course, their collapses at the end of games, uh, but they've done a, a, a pretty sturdy job, and most notably, of course, this past Sunday against Dallas. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, what does that mean? So if you don't have either of these guys, I would guess Puna Ford would be active. That would be number one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you could always see if there's somebody else available, but the way the Bills rotate defensive linemen, they can kick guys inside, different situations. So they might just kind of, you know, Kingsley Jonathan at some point, you can kind of squeeze in there a little bit. Um, you know, they, you know, at, Greg Rousseau can play a little bit inside in pass rush situations. So, you know, all is not lost. Even if you don't have both these players available, you still have some options, although you probably have to look at, you know, what, what you want to do. Linval Joseph, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. on the team right now, but if you don't have, uh, Jordan Phillips, you're probably looking at Oliver Settle, Joseph, and Ford, and then you can kind of kick guys around and wait for Daquan Jones to come back. There are other names on the injury list here, Sal. <laughs> Dalton, Dalton Kincaid is one uh, dealing with, what, a shoulder injury, or, or is that wrong? Yeah, that's right, and he had the thumb and shoulder last week he was dealing with, and then he had the drop passes early in the game, and I wonder if the thumb had anything to do with that. They showed his gloves that he was using, and... You know, he switched gloves after, you know, it didn't work out so well. He had rain gloves on. But, look, I think just so are we clear in the big picture here, normally you don't get an injury report until Wednesday, but because they play on Saturday, there's one that comes out on Tuesday this week. They had a walkthrough today. 
the injury report is an estimation based upon if they had a full practice who would be there. It's a long list. These guys were listed as as limited, though, this early in the week. To me, that's encouraging. To me, that means that, you know, it's this early in the week and they still would have been limited. You're not holding them back. I like that. And that includes even Micah Hyde and AJ Epinesa, who would have been limited today, according to this. The only one player that would have been out due to an injury was Jordan Phillips. So to me, that's that's encouraging news overall. Was there anything said? <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Um, was there anything said by McDermott about uh, Hyde uh, or Epinesa sale? Like it, whether they're that much closer to playing? I mean, we know they were week to week last week. Neither player went on IR like we speculated about could happen. So maybe that's encouraging. But you think these guys got a chance to be back this week? I do. They, he said they were improving. Um, they'll see where it goes this week. But the fact that, A, they didn't put him on an IR, so they didn't need to, they didn't feel they needed to change and save the roster spot. And then he said they're improving, um, and then they become limited as an estimation, I think is really encouraging news. Yes, I do think that's the case. Now, if you're going to be without, obviously, Phillips and probably Jones this week, if you are, if you are without Epinesa, that does squeeze the numbers a little bit, right? So you have to figure out you know, what you want to do there. And, you know, they practice guys they can call up. Um, you know, Ilianku is actually a really interesting option there. Um, Cameron Klein, he would be a guy that you could look at as well on the edge. Just just numbers-wise, if you're thinking about that, they would have some options on the practice. Yeah, well. I didn't, didn't McDermott even say maybe, I don't know if it was right after the game, but maybe on Monday uh, when he met with the media, that they'd be looking at replacements for Phillips because maybe because of exactly what you're saying. They've got some flexibility, but still, they're, they're down a guy, and if they're down another guy like an Epinesa, right. then maybe the crunch gets real. He did. It was really specifically an answer to a specific question of would you consider looking to bring someone in as a replace to replacement to Jordan? And he said Brandon's looking at that right now. It doesn't mean they are doing that. They're probably just looking mm-hmm. at the numbers, seeing what they have in the practice squad, looking at elevations, and then figuring out, you know, do we need to sign someone to bring in here or are we good what we have over the next couple of weeks? Sal Capaccio on the West Her Hotline. Mm-hmm. Just, th- just thinking again about the, the game on Sunday – and how excellent the Bills were just all around. Um, one of those, they've had other games somewhat like it, but you took a good team in Dallas and both flustered them when they had the ball and just ragdolled them when you did. I mean, it's, that's as good of a team performance, especially with high stakes and you know the national spotlight, everything, as you could really ask for. I mean, the, the players deserve credit, but... Both coaches, the offensive coordinator, Joe Brady, and then McDermott defensively, just kind of a master class here. Brady was interesting, Sal, talking about how they ended up at 49 rushes. He's like, you know, that's not really the plan. (laughs) You you might hope for that every week. Just um, really, really good work. Yeah, I agree. Um, The game plan on both sides of the ball was great. And what's even better to add on top of that is sticking with that game plan and seeing it through. It's a lot easier when you're in control of the game. That's what I, that was the word that kept coming to my mind when I was thinking about the game on Sunday was control. The Bills just controlled that game from, from the start. And that's just a, that's a coordinator's dream, right? That you have this game plan and everything starts to go your way early. You, you can just literally stick to the game plan. Yep, it's working and we're just going to keep letting it work. Now, the team climbs back, you start adjusting. That never happened. The, the Cowboys just never got into that game. So the defensive game plan and how they were playing, sure, it, 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 tort, if you, if you want to give up some yards to start running the ball, go right ahead. We're going to still make sure you don't climb in the back, back into this game with your passing attack, which is really good. And then on offense, I mean, 
like we talked about yesterday. We're going to run at you. You're going to play dime defense. You're going to be light. We're going to run at you. And they couldn't stop it. So you just keep doing it. And that was great. And I think um, everybody contributed. But it was a really impressive win overall. And right at the right time. And I'll tell you guys, I mean, I really felt in the locker room after the game talking with players that there is a really renewed sense of confidence amongst this group right now. I mean, I don't know. I can't, like, I'm not telling you they were not confident, you know, early in the year, but you know, that when you talk to guys, you're around them and the energy and they're going through it, you know, there's just that, that you get that sense of that wavering a little bit and, you know, things aren't going right. And it's chicken and egg, right? I asked Taron Johnson about it. It's chicken and egg. What comes first? The, 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 the energy and the confidence, the winning or is the winning and then the energy and the confidence. But every guy I talked to just basically was talking about how confident they are and how well they're playing and feel really good about everything right now. I've always thought, by the way, it had to be egg. It has to be egg, doesn't it? I mean, I just could there really have been a chicken? All right, I can probably not. I'll talk to myself on the ride home about this <laughs> <laughs> to a to a willing audience. By yeah. the way, yes, not, you, know, not I, you guys. I, I, I'm curious, like how you're feeling about the Dolphins. Like, how vulnerable uh, do you think they are? Are you are you at like mostly expecting them to lose one of these games the next two weeks to Dallas or Baltimore? Um, I, I you know how, how do you view them right now? I mean, they're still really, really dynamic offensively. They are, to me, a defense that's kind of all or nothing. Um, and last week it was all, and they played really well, and they can have those days. I think this week is more about Dallas, though, against them. I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to come in really mad the way they played, uh, the way they were kind of embarrassed on national television. I think it's a better matchup for them. I think there's plays to be made against the Miami secondary, and Dallas can match up well there in their passing game. But on the other side of the ball, because Dallas is a dime defense, they are a fast defense. Miami's a run team, but they're not a power run team. They're a finesse speed run team, right? And I think that will play more into Dallas's hands. So I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I think the Dallas Cowboys can can beat Miami. It's more about Dallas here than Miami. I'm still not – I'm not convinced Miami's – you know, one of the top teams in the league because they just they, they don't beat the top teams when they play them. They don't beat good teams. They they have every win they have. This is wild, though. This is Dallas, too, though. I, I think I read this is right. You guys can tell me if you've heard or seen different. Between the two of them, they have 20 wins, right? Miami and Dallas. They have 20 wins between the two of them. One. One of those 20 is against a team with a current winning record, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles when the Dallas Cowboys beat them. Yeah. That's amazing to me. And then real quick on Baltimore – I just think that the way Baltimore plays is um, not great for Miami. And, you know, to me, this, this physically, you know, they are probably take it to them a little bit. But, you know, Miami can probably Miami can probably, you know, try to turn that into a track meet. If they can get up early, that would help them a lot. I do think it's a tough, tough road for them uh, the next two weeks. Um, we'll see. But I'm not convinced in Miami right now. They, they, they just haven't shown they can beat a good team all year. Yes, Dallas has squarely entered the teams with winning records stretch of their schedule, beating Philadelphia, losing here, Dolphins, and then Detroit in Week 17 before they end, I think, with Washington. Uh, one more team to ask about here while we have you sell, the Los Angeles Chargers. Man, just looking at the Chargers, Austin Eckler, who's been so good, uh, his workload has been cut into, doesn't seem healthy. You wonder if like he's just gotten older, not a super big guy, but he's been a great player. Not doing a lot this year. Keenan Allen missed last week, isn't practicing again yet uh, through today. Of course, Justin Herbert is out. Coaching change, I don't know. Like, you always want to be, every game you want to be at least wary, and then you have the coaching change piece with the Chargers. But what kind of chance do you give them to put a, like a, a, a performance on the field worthy of beating the Bills? I think they'll play better than they did against the Raiders. 
Um, I mean, how can they not really? I guess that's, but they'll 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 play better. I think they'll show a little more pride. They have a new coach. Um, I think they'll want to play harder and better than what they did. <clears throat> it's a national television game. It's one of the, against one of the league's better teams, one of the league's best quarterbacks. I think they'll want to put a better product. But it, all that said, I mean, I, I just can't see the Bills losing to Easton Stick. You can't. You can't lose to Easton Stick, right? I mean, this is a and a quarterback that you know the Bills. I'm sure Sean McDermott will have something dialed up to confuse them and things like that. But you're right, Mike. They just can't find their way. That I don't think they have. They don't know who they are. They have no identity, um, and it's been spiraling out of control. It's been bad the last few years as far as their expectations and not meeting them. And this week and this year really just kind of came to a head with all of it. Okay. Uh, any questions for us? Yes. Uh, why didn't you ask me about my February fix team, which is now in the finals? Uh, because it was good. Like I, I, I like I like it. It's, it's more interesting when our teams are bad to talk about those. And just we can show like Trista's losing bet. She can show uh, just her her angst yeah. right there on display, but no, congrats. No, thank you. And and so we did the thing where you have in this league where you like to do the winning the the high scoring team, the number one seed, got to pick their playoff opponent. They picked me and my oh. buddy Chris. Oh. We beat them. Yep. I mean, bulletin board fodder. I'm, I have right. no I have no doubt that you used that as motivation. We were fired up. Our guys really wanted to play hard to to <laughs> prove that that you should not have disrespected us like that. <laughs> Wasn't me, gotta say. Uh, all right, good, good luck in the finals. Thank you, Sal. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Sal. I won't talk to you again until uh, until next week. I'm off. Oh yeah, Merry Christmas, Mike. Uh, and I know you'll be off for a couple of days, but uh, Merry Christmas to you, and we'll chat when you get back. Thank you. All right, there's Sal Capaccio on the Western Hotline. His appearances always brought to you by New York's only outlet liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Bulldog. Before you ask, this is the February Fix League. The one league I'm in with Sal. Where we draft the day before the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. And it's a best ball league. So for, well, here are my quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers, Daniel Jones, Anthony Richardson. <laughs> I've been taking a zero since when? Week six? <laughs> so I am not in these playoffs. I did not pick Sal. You would have picked me if you could have. <laughs> That's the way that goes. I loved the Richardson pick too, man. I did yeah. a lot of, I drafted him a lot February, March before the draft loved seeing him go so early to indianapolis great fit just like oh i'm i'm so lucky to have you know made that choice and i'm heavily invested in anthony richardson you know kaboom yeah so that was that was the spot like we both were there with like get get him get him to the in the the indie with the new you know new coach from philadelphia that they'll they'll work that out and it just barely got off the ground oh well Let's take a break. Ross Tucker coming up at 5. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog Sabres Blue Jackets tonight on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 